0: Welcome to Speed Learning English, your podcast for smarter and more professional English. My name is Sven, and with me is Richard. Hi, Richard. Hello, Sven. How are you? Now, let's go to the airport. So, if you go to the airport, we are both living um, close to Frankfurt International Airport. So, how do you get there?
1: So, you have um, different different options. You can go there by... The highway on other parts of the world, motorway um, by train, also the possibilities you catch the um, Fraport, so the Frankfurt airport, Fraport. Um, so, yeah, these are the two, uh, two main ways to get there.
0: And once you've arrived there, there are different ways. Let's say you go there by car and you are not having somebody who is taking you to the airport so you have to park your car what kind of long-term and short-term parking opportunities are you aware of so i have to go back in time so when
1: i was little it was quite easy to park in front of the airport and that's obviously um, before 9-11 and then so now and now it's always getting stricter and stricter and stricter and the time slots that you are allowed to park in front of the gates is um very shortened as compared as i don't know some 10 or 15 years ago so um then at the time is shortened but nowadays you have um parking lots um, in front of the airport as mentioned where the parking space or parking time that you can occupy um, is quite short. Then you have um, parking sl- um, spaces uh, behind the airport where you can park, I, I think, as long as you want. I think it goes uh, up to four weeks. Um, a lot of workers, people who work there at Fraport use it, and obviously the travelers use it, for example. So in Germany, the um, the airports are generally constructed in a hub system so we have a southern hub system that would be Munich then we have a hub system for uh, the middle of Germany that would be or the western middle of Germany you have to remember Germany was parted in two countries so the middle western part is then Frankfurt and then you have a bit further middle uh, then west would be um, Düsseldorf and then upwards you have Hamburg and nowadays we have the new (laughs) Uh, the new airport in Berlin. So um, you can then also park there. So if you live not near, as we are living to Frankfurt, but um, and you are driving up to the airport on your own, you can park there for four weeks or even longer. Just you have to take in mind that the cost increases um, as with time.
0: Yeah, I saw uh, I saw a very very nice movie. Um, about somebody who parked in Frankfurt for six months wow. and he had no chance to get his car out of this parking lot because he he just wanted to, to travel to Africa for four weeks to spend holidays there and he fell in love with a girl and stayed there for six months and worked in a like... Um, Medical center, and he was completely unaware of his car being <laughs> imprisoned at the airport. So,
1: well, I think, think love is a, is a is a good
0: excuse. So, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Um, you mentioned something like HAP. Um, yeah, HAP before when, yeah, HAP system. What is a HAP system?
1: HAP, HAP system is um, something from. The area of logistics, so it's kind of a way to decentralize um, your distribution at the end because it's from logistics, so it's really um, a term referring to distribution. So in order in, in not to have everything centralized, you can build different centers where you where your items can be distributed to, so you decentralize it. So in our case, the items would be passengers and the hub centers would be airports.
0: Okay, I understand. Now, this is something quite quite common in Germany to have decentralized areas because um, in the past, Germany um, grew together or was developed by a lot of um, little dukedoms and kingdoms etc so not like in france or in in england where we had paris or london as the central point of the country and everything was organized from there we always had small areas and parts that were quite independent so maybe this is why we have these hub systems with airports in germany as well i mean we even have munich we have um, an airport in Cologne, um, Leipzig and many others. That's true. Um, we also have um,
1: regional airports in Germany, a lot of um, regional airports where um, they are used for um, for other reasons and they are mostly not profitable but um, there's a huge debate about them why they are um, why they're even um, uh, working or open for that matter but that is the topic for another day
0: did you did you um, hear that originally the airport that is now in Frankfurt was planned in Mannheim but as there was not enough space they decided to put it to frankfurt after the second world war Really? Uh, yeah, not, because not. yeah, because there were a lot of Americans in Mannheim, mm-hmm. and um, Frankfurt is a very, very funny town because after the Second World War, Frankfurt was also um, planned to become um, the federal capital of the Federal Republic of Germany before it became Bonn. And that's why Wiesbaden is the capital of um, Hessen and not Frankfurt. So so Frankfurt is bigger and quite close to Wiesbaden. But Frankfurt was meant to become the capital of Germany, of the Federal Republic of Germany, the West German part. Yes, that's true. true. And
1: I think apart from um, them choosing Bonn, um, the, the reason behind it that Frankfurt is the financial capital of um, of Germany, and they didn't want to um, combine the political capital with the financial capital in one city. Yeah. So there's again the the idea of decentralization.
0: That's right. Okay. Now we parked our car. <laughs> now we have to enter the airport, and um, there is the check-in. So. I mean, for people who don't speak German, it's very easy to get along at the airport because nearly everything is in English, whereas my grandparents had big problems getting along because they didn't know how how to yeah to understand this. they didn't speak any English. So what are the 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 key steps that you have to go through when you are at the airport from check- in to boarding?
1: So uh, as you. Said correctly. So the first step would be then the check-in where um, the airline would check um, your luggage or your bags and how many bags you have, the weight of your bags and the hand luggage, all this kind of stuff. And then before you end the check-in, they will check your uh, passport and your boarding card Nowadays, uh, a lot of people use their mobile phone as a boarding card. So, um, I don't know if if they will u- uh, invent a new word for that. <laughs> um, then afterwards, you have um, a long process of security, where your um, um, where your hand luggage is checked, um, where you yourself are checked, and in some cases checked. Um, in Detail, maybe um, um, when the X ray machine is um, has found something that is not supposed to be on you. <laughs> Let's not hope a knife. In most cases, it's just that your belt is, um, you have to take off your belt because your belt is giving them a sign. And then, in some cases, they will also then do a personal search. So, yeah. Then, afterwards, you, if your, um, your Security check was successful. You then go to the departure lounge. Um, there, you kind of have um, a little bit of time before uh, before your flight takes off, so you can go to duty free shopping area and, um, and and just look out for things. Nowadays, it's kind of really an experience. The airports have um, have really developed themselves to 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 have the departure lounge as an experience. I don't know if you have seen the departure lounge for Singapore, or um, I think they are very famous for the departure lounge or and the um, obviously the um, airports um, where the Emirates have their hubs, very great experience at the departure lounge. And so, yeah, but oftentimes a lot of people get into these um, duty-free shopping areas and then they forget the airport announcements. So oftentimes, maybe your gate will change. So I don't know if you're scheduled for gate 22, and I don't know, something happened at the airport and they had to reschedule to gate 18. So you have to kind of be attentive to um, what the airport announcements are saying. And then you can go to the gate number and uh, wait for your calling, and then all passengers uh, will get on board. Oftentimes, there is a priority before boarding. And then, then again, they will check your boarding card and your passport. And then you, are, you should be able to enter the plane.
0: Yes. Unless you haven't got problems to understand the loudspeaker, which always sounds like, well, this is the final call for polite <laughs> Yes, indeed. President Mr. Kroner, please come to the information desk. That's <laughs> that's true. That's true. So that's that. Sometimes also on the phone, it's it's a little bit difficult to understand the loudspeakers. And um, and if if I have like um, if I'm a sportsman or if I have a lot of big luggage that is um, in German in German we say Sperrgepäck. How where would you um, check in your your big luggage? How do you how do you call Sperrgepäck in English? The English
1: word for the German word Sperrgepäck is um, bulky luggage. And in general, you can also um, board your luggage one day earlier at the, uh, at the, for the airline, at the airport. Um, so, and, and for the bulky luggage, they have then a separate part at the airport where you can um, check in your bulky luggage.
0: Also, if, you, if you're handicapped, for example, and you need a wheelchair... Um, they would also help you. Yes, there is a service. Mm-hmm. So, f- for example, here at Fragport, you
1: can then go and um, just um, register or, or tell them that you have a handicap, and then they will um, get you a, a kind of an airport mobile car or a wheelchair, depending on how mobile you are.
0: Yeah. I remember when my sister was young. I mean, she still is young, but when she was a little girl, she wanted to travel from Frankfurt Airport to Italy to visit her um, cousin, and uh, she got like you know um, one of those signs, just like Paddington in in history, that uh, Paddington Bear had around his neck, unattended child traveling. Yes. Um, this is a little bit unfashioned at the moment. I think it, it, it it's out of fashion to have young children um, traveling alone and being attended by flight attendants or something. Have you ever seen some unattended child at the airport? So
1: the word unintended child at the airport So the phrase is um, kind of every parent that is listening is kind of um, teary or <laughs> feeling sad at <every> the moment. <laughs> But yes, the numbers are rising actually for um, quote-unquote unintended children at the airport because um, there are a lot of, um, uh, uh, how can I say the PC, um, failed marriages in in that sense. So where uh, one parent and due to globalization, a lot of parents live then in one city and the other parent lives far away in another city. So the children have to travel. Uh, via, uh, via the airport and then oftentimes the stewardess takes care of that child and maybe they don't have this big sign around the neck anymore <laughs> for security reasons or any other reasons but the numbers of um, un- quote unquote um, unintended child- children at the airport or traveling um, is rising yes it's increasing
0: There's always this announcement, don't leave your luggage unattended. And I always ask myself, but what about the children? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. Yeah, fine. So thank you very much, Richard, for talking with us about the airport. And next time we will talk about uh, car rental. And I'm really looking forward to our next episode. I wish you a great time and take care. Ja, und an dieser Stelle auch wieder der Aufruf an alle Zuhörer. Wenn du dein Englisch verbessern möchtest, dann melde dich einfach bei uns über info at speedlearning.com. Bewirb dich für ein persönliches Training. Drei Tage persönlich oder auch mehrere Stunden online. Und wenn du erstmal klein anfangen möchtest, dann schau gerne in unseren Shop unter speedlearning.academy-shop. Dort findest du unser power, unseren power Powerkurs Englisch. Dort kannst du in den nächsten zehn Wochen dein Englisch auf Vordermann bringen und ansonsten hör natürlich weiterhin fleißig hier bei uns zu. Abonniere den Podcast, empfehle ihn weiter an Freunde, Arbeitskollegen und Bekannte und wir freuen uns natürlich auch über positive Bewertungen, Feedback und jede Form von positiver Kritik.
1: Schnitt. Ui, da fragst du mich jetzt mal was. Sperrgepäck.
0: Dieses Sportgepäck oder sowas, da gibt es doch so einen extra Bereich, wo diese wo du ein bisschen auf die Seite gehen musst.
1: Ich bin tatsächlich noch nie mit... Äh, Balki Luggage. Ähm, bulky, bulky
0: Luggage, ja. Aber äh,
1: das wusste ich jetzt gar nicht. Also, ja, also doch, manchmal sehe ich am, ähm, am Flughafen ganz Leute, die fliegen mit so ganz vielen also großen Dingen und denke ich mir so, die Erfindung des Containers habt ihr noch nicht mitbekommen. <lacht> <lacht> Aber...